Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 236 of the Fans of Power podcast. All three of us took big, hearty dumps before we started the show, so we're here with uh, Joe Amato, who represents Team Krispy Kreme shits. You got me, who represents the Mexican food dumps, and then uh, Tyler Baker, who said that he had a nice big protein uh, excursion before we did the show. So, hey, now you guys know about our, our bowel movements. For the afternoon hope you guys are all Hi. doing all right i mean where are you gonna get this on any other he-man exactly. podcast people you know i mean it's uh we're, we like to get, dig a little extra deep you know uh in terms of our content and um hope you know you're just not going to get this on roast google so val try and top that there buddy. yeah you need to talk about your poops more val po- poops yeah. equal views <laughs> from what i've seen on the on the youtubes so that's what we're trying this week Mine hasn't happened. I, I just uh, feel like I told you guys I feel kind of sick because I, uh, you know, not suckered my sister into buying Krispy Kreme donuts. But, you know, I was like, hey, they, they got these new Reese PC ones. They got three different kinds. They look delicious. And she was nice enough to buy them. And she brought over a dozen. And I ate six about two hours ago. And, oh, my God, it's like my stomach's just <laughs> churning. Yeah. I was like, am I going to puke? Am I going to puke on the show? I hope not. Half a dozen donuts. How, how, Joe? Like, I, I mean, like, I, I can sit and probably eat about maybe three, and then it's just too rich for me, and I can't, but you... It's just because I, I have a weird high metabolism. I like just crazy stuff, and it looks so good, and they're all different. They all, like, they were like filled with peanut butter. There was chocolate on top. There's Reese's Pieces. There's... Oh, it's just Tyler would probably gets sick just looking at him because I know he avoids that crap. But my God, I yeah, I shouldn't have went so. Hey, if, if when donuts happen to show up, which is not too often, you know, and I'm like, you know what, I'll do it. I, I can, I'll, I'll indulge, but I, I'll, I'm like, I, I won't go past no more than like maybe three if I do that uh-huh. at all. I just as much as I could eat a whole lot, I'm like, I'm just like, it, it's not to, it, you know, hey. Have a donut with some chocolate icing or something like that on there, but it's it's not often enough. Right, I put myself in uh you know a uh, a Jeff Daniels in the bathroom situation by having too many donuts. You know, I just it, um, it was a sugar rush, and now it's kind of slowed down. But while I'm being calm, I'll quickly at least say hello <laughs> to the chat room. At least while I can function. halfway through, <laughs> Joe's just gonna like pass out from his crash. Would <laughs> that be terrible? Just live, but um, JSP Captain Chronic. Uh, Rabua Channel, I probably butchered your name, man. I'm sorry about that. Lee Heckle, Zen Brown, Darth Baca, Curtis Ackerman, Grimbot, Papa Hood 69. Uh, I did say Fedmon already. Adam Gabbert, um, Carlos is here. I always avoid his last name because I butchered. Spider Rat, and I, th- oh, Eric Amen, and there, I think I got everybody. But uh, thank you all for joining us. And well, I guess for any topical stuff, I did notice the storm of. Uh, Wow, people are getting them like crazy. I didn't know they were supposed to be coming out this quick. I know you could order them online, and apparently maybe they'd show up, but those origins have been hitting like all the Walmarts, and people just been, well, they've been buying them up like crazy. Now, I admit, when it comes to the Sky Sled, I'm psyched on it because what's cool is I like the interchangeable stuff. I mean, for 29 bucks, you're getting a figure and the Sky Sled, and the Sky Sled can either be the good version or the bad version, so it can make for wanting to buy two. Battle Cat, cool. Skeletor, as I showed you last time, it's just so unfortunate that the main, you know, the main villain has such a weird head, and then the hero is for He-Man. I just don't understand the choice on the face. And then, I didn't. I've never seen the females up close in real good shots until people started posting them. One being Grimbot and a few others. They, they're doing this weird pose like a supermodel, like they're, you know, sucking in their cheekbones and squinting. It's like. 
I'm just so damn disappointed that the main characters that you're going to at least highlight for, boom, the launch of this line had got some of those butchered faces. Man-at-Arms is the only one I could say, okay, and Beastman, okay. It's I'm hyped for the line, don't get me wrong. I'm going to buy them all, but I hate that that's the launch with these weird faces. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys have seen them, but damn it lets me down that that's what they're showcasing. I don't... I don't know who just, you know, okayed and greenlit that and said, you know what, that's a perfect face for Skeletor, He-Man, Evelyn, Evelyn. I, I I don't know what happened. And I don't know if you guys seen them, but damn, what, what a disappointment. I haven't seen any of the pictures of the people that have posted them that have found them in store and brought them home. It's nice that they've hit the shelves. I, I'm sure some of you are like, well, then why did I spend $80 on this on eBay? But uh, I have yet, because I, I haven't been going to Walmart either i try to avoid that as much as i can because that is sort of where the the epicenter of this virus lives around here to me oh no kidding oh no i mean joe's like what you're being serious i'm no it's the people walking around it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of trash honestly anyway um in terms of the faces uh they are what they are, I guess. We've said it before. The the Heat Man face is meh. The Skeletor face, like, why'd you do that? Trap Jaw's face looks weird. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, it, it's different enough from its vintage counterpart, but it's almost just too different to where it just... To, the face molds look sort of cheap to me. I don't know. You know what's weird is, uh, the thing is, again... I respect that they were trying a different look. It's like I said, okay, every He-Man line that's come out from 2000X, all the other you know lines that we've had, yes, they've had a different kind of interpretation, but it's just like they missed the mark, especially if, again, they always like to always focus and say, you know what, we got to have a lot of the main hero, the main villain when it comes to He-Man and Skeletor, especially when you know if they're going to do variants. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking, are, yeah, and I'm thinking, are you guys going to continue that head for each one then? It's just... That they really missed for like I said for me, it just missed the mark. I don't understand what happened. And some people even here said they didn't even like man at arms. Like again, I'm excited for the figures. I just want to be great. Okay, like for example, I'm gonna show you what could be one of the most hated figures just in a design wise. Okay, now here, here's Faker Cena, okay? But you know what's why are you doing this, Joe? Why why am I being forced to look at damn John Cena on a He Man podcast? I don't know if you can show it that well, but here's I just want to bring up a point. Joe, there's nothing there. You can't, I see, can't him. see I, I can't you. see And that's anything. why he's clear. But here's the thing. <laughs> but this is the thing about this figure. Why does this figure have at least that very cool, clear gimmick? Meaning, if you guys are going to do this, give us something to where this is a great molded plastic figure. It's that transparent. Why can't we get a nicer? This is my example. Is Okay, you're going to keep giving us the same stuff over and over don't miss it this time. If you're going to put quality into a goofy figure like John Cena, then give us an icer. We never had a vintage one. Yes, we got them for classics, but we've always wanted vintage. They show right here. It's great. It is clear. It probably doesn't show up as great as when I look. Well, that makes like, no sense. Why is Faker clear? That I mean, it's strictly like... If, you if, know if what John it is? Cena, well, I know it's for the whole, like, some, some, some jerk off at Mattel's like, oh, you can't see me. Isn't it funny? But and that's that not the it. character. 
But that's not the character, though. The, the, right. the character I mean, is not see-through. It's not... I didn't get it either. You're right, because there is a John Cena, but this is the faker. But you're right. It's like, well, faker's not clear. But, yeah, they wanted to go with the, you can't see me. But, obviously, we God, know we're going to It's like you got a bunch of, you know, goofy-ass 4-H camp counselors making decisions yeah. from Mattel. But it's, it's the potential. Like, where, where their humor is just... I didn't Why like that humor either. God, everything, everything is about, like, Destro with his... His pimp daddy bullshit armor. Like everything now has got to be funny. Jesus, it's just yeah. you, you can't get away, you can't watch or read or look at anything without some jerk off thinks he's got to get his bullshit modern day quirky humor into everything from toys to comics to movies to TV shows. To, I mean, it's just it, it's unavoidable. It, just it makes money. money. It makes money. No, but it it does. But it angers, like I said, me and Tyler because I uh. seen this and it's just to me, I was like. Take off that head, get rid of all this crap, and put all the stuff that would make an ice. And I was like, look what you could do, Mattel. You could give us something cool, but you give this. It's it's sad to me. Like I said, that this character, that like you said, what's the logic? Oh, you can't see me. But I was like, he gets it, but we can't get an icer. That's what I mean. It's like, start giving us some more. After this first or second wave, please, start giving us characters we never had from the mini comics and the cartoon. And the other thing that just dumbfounds me is... They do a poll to see, do you want to have anti-attorney, uh, you know, like man at arms? Didn't I tell you, you guys to... two weeks ago? I said, I guarantee it. I said, why should be variants? I said, son of a bitch, 24 hours later, it's a it's a poll for four variants. I'm like, oh, my God. I, well, what's I'm bizarre, so proud of being right. Not only about the variants, but what's bizarre and angry about, you know, like seeing that is, okay, anti-attorney, man at arms, and Keldor from that garbage multiverse comic we read. Again, we've said this how many times, Tyler? Why are you guys trying to give us from new stuff when you have a library of characters from the past that we never had? Why do you think you have to invent to give us new things when there's a ton, there's hundreds of characters that we could have that we never had, but instead you'd like to say, oh, do you want to have Keldor from the multiverse comic? Do you want to have Man-at-Arms as anti-Man-at-Arms? No, I don't want any of them. I want some stuff from the past that we never had. That's like we don't have a library of characters. I don't yeah, get it. it. Well, it's, you know, and I, I, it's like in that poll, they should have been like, all right, well, here's three variants. Uh, here's Icer, like like Joe wanted, because they already got, like, yeah. the they could do that. Like you said, why not throw throw the fans a bone instead it's just more variants more variants stupid and and, it, and i guarantee you it would be their argument is well you know we we, we, don't, we don't want to put out characters like icer and lizard man and strong arm in this line that's you know we're putting him back they need to see uh the quintessential characters like okay so you're saying the casual fan knows what the hell an anti-attorney uh, man in arms is and they sure that, won't that oh, they that know why triclops looks this way like bullshit yeah, and they're you not know? gonna know keldor definitely that's they why i'm like I, you know any for any casual fan any heart well i'm sorry I, I find it hard to believe most hardcore fans which what few are left of us are excited about this toy line and whether it's just strictly about you're just eager to buy whatever kind of trinket bullshit is out in retail outlets right now, but you can't be that excited when you're already seeing variants at the forefront of like the very first poll of getting the fans involved is what kind of variant do you want? I mean, it's, it's, it's a plague for disaster. I mean, it's, I don't see how anybody can get enthusiastic when you feel like they're already 
trying to get your input on the bullshit variants. Like already, like this line has barely even hit the shelves, which I, I'm I find it hard to believe it coming anywhere near me and Nathan. Well, um, I, I'm sure it'll show up at Walmart, or at least we'll see the spot for it and just never see the the figure because someone else has already beat us to it. And I, that's fine because I'm not going to be one of those people going to Walmart every single day looking for these things. If, I walked, if I'm in there, walk down the toy aisle, they're there. I'll probably get them. Maybe. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I ch- I, and I hate even bothering walking down the toy, and I'm sure that we're not the only Walmarts that like that, but it's like toys are, they're kind of almost obsolete in terms of like the stocking, which I'm sure there's some jerk-off that hangs at every Walmart in America, waiting around and just constantly makes runs in every hour, hoping the toys have been stocked, and then, you know, steals or has, in, you know, uh, an inside man who works for him, or Walmart, and, you know, hooks them up with the entire damn box or whatever. But it just feels like, you know, toys are so poorly stocked at retail outlets for the most part. Like, yeah, you see someone say, check out what I scored. I swear if I, I'm so sick and tired of people like posting all about all the shit that they bought. Like that, that's why I have no, and I have no desire to participate in uh, social media groups about He-Man because it's all, it's, it's just packed out the ass with just people like showing, look what I bought today. Look what I bought today. Like, you know, oh look, I'm watching this. I'm, let, let me screen cap what I'm watching right now. Like, like th- there are no conversations. There, it, it's just people like, oh man, check check this out, man. I just, I, I, everyone, anyone ever seen this before? I just picked this up. Is is this like you know really rare and like a really cool variant? Like, what version of He Man is this? And I just want to pull a Keanu Reeves right there when I see this. And like, it's getting where I don't want to see He Man even show up at all on social media. Because people don't have anything original to uh, share or offer or suggest or want people to talk about. It's it's bragging rights because you you bought shit. And like I know I've said this before, but it's what few groups I still see pop up on my social media. That's all I'm seeing is people buying shit. Joe, I, Joe, I know you like to share stuff and, and things like that. But do you see anything else or either one of you guys see anything other than people sharing the shit that they bought as opposed to – Hey guys, you know, do you feel like you know Faker is an underrated character, or you know, I, I really like this one-shot villain from from Shira. Does, does anybody else like this character? Well, I do. What's your favorite? What I get? No, I mean, what I get is, I mean, sure, the groups are dominated by the toys, but no, uh, there will be a lot of people that do post, you know, like some of the books saying, "Here's my thoughts on, like, let's say, Meteor Monsters or whatever it may be." They they do like showing some of the books, some of their favorite characters. Maybe won't go in-depth about stuff, but there still is discussion. But I can understand the excitement for figures because, you know, they're wanting something. But, like I said, it's just lately the stuff I've been seeing hasn't been delivering on I didn't see as much stuff in the classics line was when we were getting it regularly in the mail. Like, I have no recollection. Not that I was checking every day, but I didn't see an overabundance of people like, mail call, look at the shit that I got, look at my home, man. No, okay, well, again, I can agree with you on that for classics, because at that time, classics is basically all we were getting. Now, though, I mean, you got from Origins, the WWE stuff, the crazy Funko stuff like you saw. You can't count all this, like, trinket bullshit, man. Well, no, 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 that's the thing. When they show it, they are showing a lot. They're showing the Origins, they're showing the WWE. They even showed, I didn't even know about these things. There's figures that are called the world's smallest figures. It's He-Man and he's literally an inch in a battle pit. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, I didn't know about that, but they, 
and since the stuff is the merchandise and it's out in the stores and there's more since it's you know mass produced there's a lot more people doing it whereas when it was just the classics line you had to be somebody that was a you know subscriber at one point and there weren't that many but now the masses are out and they're sharing and and god i mean the amount of stuff they're getting the thing i don't get is I check like the websites around. Uh, I'm excuse me. I check the website for my local WalMarts around here, and it always says in store. They have them in stock. Then I called them and they said we don't have it. I was like, your store says it has it right here on the website. They're like, well, I don't see that. And I figure, okay, I'm gonna go check. I go, nothing's there. I was like, could you check the back? And they go check the back if they're really checking. Like, nope, don't have them. It's like, I don't understand how people are finding them then. And what's wrong with my stores? Why does it say they're there? But then when I call, they say, nope, we don't have them. I don't get Are they holding it for their friends? It, That's well, what pisses Joe, me off. I can't even get them. Joe, I worked at Walmart for about a year and a half. Shit. How long ago was this? Almost 15 years ago. Oh, God. We're, talk we're talking the mid-2000s. And uh, le let me tell you, the vast majority of the people that work at Walmart have no idea what any of that shit is, and they don't care. So, and don't care. Uh, yeah, they, they, they don't. They're looking to give you the quick answer. And I've been guilty of it, too, when someone asks me for something that I know we don't have in the back. And after you tell them, they're like, well, can you just go check? I'm like, well, I know it's not back there. So I'll just go back there and pretend that I'm looking. So it, it does it does happen in that regard. But, yeah, most of them don't Well, care. I often feel like with toys, no employee at any retail outlet because typically they don't know toys or not, or nor are they interested. There's maybe one or two people, I'm sure, at every outlet that is probably into collecting toys. But it doesn't mean they're into collecting, you know, the 80s uh retro stuff it's probably like you you're pick and chew bullshit and little little chibi you know minecraft nonsense and all that pixelated bullshit you know no, nothing macho with balls um i mean if, ki if kids like if that. kids like that stuff whatever i know mine i'm talking about adults oh. kids is one thing and you know i'm talking about adults you know that you know which pretty much is what toys are focused on anyway um but yeah, I just kind of feel like if you were to ask him, hey, do you have any of the NECA uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff or any of the, you know, the GI Joe classified? What's a GI Joe? You know, uh, well, I, I, I don't know, man. We got a lot of Godzilla stuff on the shelf. You like Godzilla? Yeah. Yeah, well, so and, and, I just feel and like if you don't get that. It's like, oh, someone was here about an hour and a half ago. I already bought them all. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, back back to your back to your point about the the whole like Facebook thing and the groups and whatever. I, I think that's just the the trend as a whole. Not even just the groups. Facebook itself, and you think about like Instagram. Their their core focus and the thing that people really pay attention to are pictures. That's why Joe will post a picture of He Man with a burrito or something, and then people are like, "I love it. I love it." If you post a link to anything like our show, for example, no one will click on it. Um. See, yeah, well, yeah, you know, and I know people when in our in our rants about people not watching this damn podcast. I remember a couple of people even suggested I cracked Joe up. That's that pretty good. That doesn't happen like that too often. No, no, it does not. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go, sorry. go ahead. But no, I I just felt like you know people yeah clearly do respond to pictures, yeah. but hell. When I would put up collages of very distinct pictures that you wouldn't find in a Google search, like my own screen caps and stuff to advertise the podcast, no one gave a shit. Well, no, I, I'm saying... I, I mean, it was like... You, you really have to, like, break it down. It has to just be a picture, just one one picture, nothing else, 
because I, well, we I would even do that too because me and Joe would talk privately about you know just a distinct picture. Sometimes we'll draw people's interest, and I mean, hell, I, I, a prime example. And this is so weird. When Anthony DeLongas came on, you know, guy who played Blade for you casual fans who don't know jack shit. We when we were going to announce when we announced that he was coming on the podcast, I put a, a, a basic picture of Blade in every He-Man uh, social media group I could find, and I got a ton of likes. And I guarantee they just liked the picture. Yeah. And when it was over and we advertised the actual podcast, no, no one gave a shit. What, nope. that, that's what it, was, it is. That's ugh. what Facebook is, man. It's it's just random pictures. You scroll, you react to it, you move on. The, the the big and I can give you an example yeah. if you want. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll give you yeah, an example because it's what it actually is. What Grimbot brought up. I joke with people. People know this when I make my photos, and I always put my initials or my name somewhere on the picture. Most people know. Is this. that real? Not everybody though. Yeah, oh, and God. that's the thing. I was in a. Are filmation you still group. doing that? Yeah, and for example, in a filmation group, <laughs> to where there's been a lot of people joining lately. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, I put up some fake episode titles of a filmation episode. Oh my god! I didn't know that was re- that happened. Oh, I gotta go watch that on YouTube. And I'm like, Phew. and it was like one of the things I put on. I couldn't tell you the amount of people. Like almost the first twenty people all believed. I was like, is there anybody, anybody out there like me that knows this isn't real, or is it almost like you said? Just sometimes the people. Hey, I remember He Man. Hey, it's this filmation. That, that, I'm gonna join the group. I, that's what it. That's what it is, and to a degree that yeah. that's that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, if it's not a picture of somebody's kid or like their pet or something, like people people don't care. Gotta keep scrolling. What else? Wait, you mean there's there's an advertisement for I don't know. Let me pick. Let me just scroll through mine really fast. But but to piggyback off that, why is it He-Man has suffered from this? Like, where? Why is it Transformers and Star Wars and GI Joe? Can can share and make references and make posts to hardcore details and things like the Star Wars fan base is yes the, every fan base has got casual fans but Star Wars is known for being hardcore Transformers is known for being hardcore GI Joe is known for being hardcore why is it that He Man who rounds out the trifecta of the eighties juggernauts has just disintegrated to the most smallest minute group of hardcore fans and is strictly about people who will believe, like, and I'm like, why is Joe posting fake formation well, uh, uh, title cards knowing full well? Uh, you know, people are, and you do, I guarantee Joe, you do this knowing you're going to get a rise out of people thinking they're going to buy into it. And then Joe gets a headache. He's like, why do people be- uh, believe this? Why do people? <laughs> just, well, first, like Joe I do it to just just, uh, you know, I like antagonize, and you are correct about that. And one of them was, uh, and Aaron Voorhees is in here. He's the creator of the Filmation He-Man and Shiva group, by the way, and he wanted to say hi. But uh, I posted up, I forgot what picture it was, and it led to this crazy debate where somebody said something about, did Tila ever find out Adam and He-Man were the same person in the Filmation cartoon? And I responded, no. But somebody had to keep challenging me with no proof. Yes, it did happen. And one person said, yes, it did. But she almost found out. And I was like, um, wait a second. He asked, did she find out? I said, no. And you just said, yes, yes, she did. But she almost did. It's like, that's not the same thing. But then James, God bless him, James Etock, he posted a fake title thing. And he said it was the episode where Tila found out Adam's secret. And somebody said, I can't go find that episode on YouTube. I was like, 
James was being even more sarcastic than me, and somebody believed. I was like, "Oh dear God!" <laughs> I mean, I'm having fun. You know, we have fun with it, but I was like, "Come on now, you guys got to know when something's fake here." You, you would hope you're catching on to this. Well, it's Especially just, it's when... just, it's scary to know how few people know that it's a joke. Well, like it. Well, <laughs> think about it. You you asked earlier about like the hardcore fan bases and why this one's dwindled down, and it's pretty easy to answer that those fan bases have continuously been fed since the original series premiered with other movies but and more like more like star wars especially you know you get the prequels then you get the the uh seven eight and nine and then you, you got clone wars cartoon you got all those books all that literature that came out for it all kinds of shit like this property just had all of that condensed in this short amount of time, and then basically nothing until two thousand two, and even then, well, no, people not didn't even know I don't about that exactly. Well, I'm talking about like even though the fact that all a lot of these properties have been given a lot of media and and more and more tour lines, I kind of take that as kind of irrelevant because I, I'm I'm talking about the people that cherish the details. You know, that if you're a Star Wars fan, if I say, you know, hey, you know, remember that part where Nia Noob was like talking to Lando, like they know who Nia Noob is. You know, if I walk up to uh, a He-Man fan and I say, you know, oh, man, is like, you know, how about, you know, that one issue with uh, the one mini comic that, that we got Mosquito in? Who? You know, it, it's. It makes sense. But I... it's that, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's not about but how much stuff is well, out there. It's like knowing that you can talk to these people or that they, they are aware of how in depth. Like, I mean, like a Star Wars fan, if you talk Shards of the Empire with yeah. them, most of them are going to know what you're talking about. But I about. think that that's, that that's what breeds that, that hardcore fan base, is that there's constantly been just more to consume, and they can get deeper and deeper into it and introduce more people. Well, hell, even G.I. Joe has not been given... It's given two shitty live action movies, which I think the vast majority, and I, I dare anybody to argue that, do not consider them, you know, anything, you know, more than just, you know, shit shows by Paramount. And that is it. I never hear anybody say anything positive about this film. So it's not like G.I. Joe has been given a whole lot. They were great. Huh? I love those movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I like you the, do, I the, I like the second I... one because The Rock's in it. When did G.I. Joe, by the way, I got to ask you guys, uh, both a question, because I know that like people in the chat room said, you know, like Transformers has basically stayed relevant since it, you know, was, you know, started. Mm -hmm. It's always been around in some form. Now, G.I. Joe, I know that there was a time I was going in the toy stores, you know, like maybe let's say 15 years ago. It seemed like there was always spells where you always seen G.I. Joe figures, always Transformers, always Star Wars. But then, as of late, I don't remember the last time I seen GI Joe. Did they go in and inactive a couple years ago, or is there stuff out there and I just don't know? I know there's recent stuff. No, the, the last thing was... That, that was done is that they did that exclusive line for Toys R Us, which I just realized because I barely got to see any of those things because they were gone the minute they hit the uh, the shelves. And what is year that was this, that? This was a few years ago. This is like probably 2012, 2013, somewhere in, okay. some, somewhere within the last decade. And I didn't realize that the retro line that Hasbro is announcing is just the exact same figures from the Toys R Us line, which I felt like, oh my god, I'm not going to support that. Like I, I initially thought it was new sculpts, and people were complaining about the car backs. Like, no, it's the exact same figures they released in Toys R Us. They're just releasing them as singles. But I think that. it works in that regard that if you missed out on them the first time, and Toys R Us 
doesn't exist and at least in the same capacity that it used to that you could jump into it and i i think we're kind of missing the major point the biggest difference here between that and masters uh is hasbro has all those properties and mattel doesn't know what the hell they're doing so well and i think some people would argue that hasbro at times doesn't know what they're i mean doing, I feel like a lot of people are upset with a lot, of, a lot of the transformer stuff, which they seem to can't seem to figure out, the G one stuff is the only thing that continues to to be the attention getter. You know, GI Joe is something that you're not quite sure what their 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 take is on GI Joe because they're so inconsistent on it. Yeah. Um, and Star Wars, I know they pissed off certain Star Wars fans because I feel like they just keep regurgitating the same damn characters on a retro car back over and over and over and over and over again. But a lot of Star Wars fans, will, they'll bitch and complain, but they'll buy damn near everything you throw out. And it doesn't matter how much they complain about it. Um, it's like some people in this fan but, base. They'll just buy it, yeah, buy it, buy it. Yeah, buy. that's why I'm like, I, I've reached that point like, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving any money. I don't care how many times you slap that beloved chrome lettering on any item. Like, I'm not buying it unless I feel it, it's deemed necessary for me to spend my hard-earned money on it and bring it home with yeah. me. Like, I, I just... I'm I'm not doing that because I feel like there's not a creative mind behind any of this stuff, um, and, and that not just Origins, but everything else that has the Masters logo on it. It just comes off as just a bunch of you know cheap junk, trinkets, nonsense. Nothing that has a a, a badass feel to it. You know, it all just comes off as the cutesy you know nonsense, which obviously I'm sure Nate will tell me. It's the stuff that's trending because people love to draw little chibi stuff. They like to sell little chibi stuff. Everything has to look like little cherubs. And I don't know what the fuck they're called, but it's just, you know, I'm just tired of seeing everything is drawn as like little cutesy stuff. Well, I, you know, I just, I hate it. It sells. Comedy, comedy in these properties sells. You can blame the Marvel movies for that. Oh, oh, believe me, I, 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 I denounce. That's why you know I don't read any Marvel stuff unless it's from the early '90s and all the way back to the '60s. Like I don't give two shits about anything modern anymore, just because everything revolves around you know dismissing continuity and telling a bunch of multiverse bullshit. You know, it's um, you know, I wish I had something to be excited about, people. You know, it's what sucks well, about all this stuff. Well, yeah, you know, well, that's I don't thing. complain to be mean and ugly as I want good quality stuff and i feel like you know and i i know i'm in the vast minority i think i i am heavily outnumbered and outgunned figuratively speaking not literally you know by the masses who love Shit. this stuff yeah come on Nate. don't even try oh. don't even try to get in the ring oh. don't even try oh. well, you know what? i feel i you feel like we i just ate get... half a dozen donuts because i feel like i'm gonna puke it's He's still settling i can hear I actually hear my stomach gurgling. I hope that doesn't get picked up on uh, the mic. But, I can't uh, hear anything, but well, it'll be hilarious if other yeah, people well, can. It, it might. That would Joe be gross. Joe said his tummy was later. rumbling, and I thought he was just going to shit his pants. I'd be scared. Oh, that, we might get people to turn and watch the podcast if we, <laughs> that, we name Joe, it. Joe yeah, takes a yeah, shit yeah, live on the Joe, podcast. Joe, go ahead and do that, and we can just promote it that way. You, you want to hear Joe? <laughs> yeah, you wanna, people say, hear, we talk toys, and Joe takes a big shit, you know. If you don't want to hear about the hardcore stuff, you come to the right place here tonight, people. The sights and sounds it of could, Joe crapping his pants it only happened. on Fans of Power, I number hope, 236. I hope I, don't, hope I don't vomit. But, uh, well, here's the thing. You know, you were talking about how you said you could say to the 
average or casual Masters Universe fan, you know, Mosquito, and they would say, you know, who's that? Well, I'm going to bring up the example why. There are four comics that most Masters of the Universe fans consider just the holy grail of Masters of the Universe. That past What a segue four, there, Joe. <laughs> isn't it? It worked. But past these four, nothing else existed. You have Battle in the Clouds, you have the Vengeance of Skeletor, He-Man and the Power Sword, and King of Castle Grayskull. These four comics, they say, are the most savage, intense, the best written, best looking. I'll give it to you. They look great. They are fantastic. But we're going to get into Battle in the Clouds, and we're going to see, is this really as good as people say? Because, my God, if you want to talk about one of the most convoluted and confusing stories, it's this. I mean, you can see it, and Nathan has it right here up on the screen. The way they'll transition from one thing to another. Now, I know that in these considered storybooks, yes, they won't say it all. But there's some pages, like, for example, they talk about this battle in front of Castle Grayskull of He-Man Skeletor. You see Stratos that heard it. Merman's hiding behind this rock at Castle Grayskull. But in the next page, he's behind a rock, and it's by water. It's like... What in the hell happened? I brought this up to James Etock, and James even said, Joe, I've never really looked at his... He's like, you're right, though. He's like, where was the transition? He almost thought we were both kind of like spitballing back and forth that maybe the artist originally, because as you see, the battle basically takes a place around this water, that originally it was just Merman standing behind that rock by the water, but then maybe Mattel was like, we got to get a reference to Castle Grayskull or Rock. You got to draw something. And he believes that's maybe why they have two of the same exact position poses, but one's by water, one's supposedly by Grayskull. But so many moments, I mean, when Stratos is like, oh, let me help you get higher in the sky sled, or, or battle ram, as they like to call it, and he takes them way up, and then the gust of wind blows them off. It's like, then Stratos doesn't know that He-Man is gone. He... I guess the reason we want to bring this up is you're going to see a lot of back and forth weirdness. We're not going to exactly talk every bit of the story, but we're going to talk about the stupid parts of it. But this is also the comic where they said, Merman kicked the crap out of He-Man. This is the one you guys can all see it because Merman is standing on top of He-Man holding his power harness. But as you read it and you see, it's because Stratos took He-Man so high, Augusta Wind flew him down, could have killed him. But his harness is what saved him. He-Man was unconscious. So then Merman took advantage of that. By the way, he gets Charger somehow from Tila, which they don't explain none of this. Yeah, like where the hell is it just... It, and, and even the story just abruptly just jumps right into it. Like, it, yeah. it, it's almost like you could almost forgive because they only have like a, one picture per page that the, the words would kind of link it together. But, but, but that, even it doesn't yeah, happen. That's, that's not the case. Like, if you want to rely on the words to actually connect it, it's not really happening here. And I thought it was interesting, like, because I know we had the Savage stuff, so obviously in the the ones even before this, he is the, the harness sort of just introduced in this as a way for them to kind of uh, go back and be like, all right, well, th- this is what's on the figure, and we have to explain it. It's not, it's not just a decorative thing. It, it has, like more to it than that that seemed kind of strange to me like a a, a super strength well, suit, as you can see they kind of force, force fed it like what 
Yeah, there's the power one, the force, and and you if you see it when they mention it earlier, it's like they're trying to do foreshadowing by using those specific words, and then oh, and now here it is. But did you notice that's the other thing? So He Man goes back to his house to get the force field harness, and then where the hell they go? Like right here. Where's it at? What happened? You had it, and now it's gone. It's like everything, I feel like, was drawn out of order. They didn't know what was gone. They even said, remember, this was a Rush mini-comic, but for the people who say this is their grails, this and those other three stories is all that matters with Masters, it's like, my God, you are limiting yourself. I mean, there's the Filmation cartoon, the Star comics, the DC comics, the Golden Books, so much rich stories. It's like, you're going to go by four convoluted, confusing stories, and again, did you see the intense savagery in this, Tyler? Where is this savagery and blood and Conan feel? Where is it at? I'd like to know. Yeah, I, I just, I've often, like, I know there are people who, they mention Alfredo because they like his artwork. Like, that's one thing. You know, and you ought to be specific about that. If you, when you say these are your four because you love the artwork. Can't really argue that because the artwork is, is beautiful. And I like the simplicity and a lot of the panels that he that he drew, and everything. But story wise, I mean, they're they're not legendary. They're not memorable. There are brief moments in some of them that I I like, especially He Man the Power Sword. Um, there are moments that I enjoy. I hate He Man's origin. He's from a tribe. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. There's things that I'm glad they they graduated from from these four mini comics. Like there are elements. Like, I love seeing, you know, the primitive take on Castle Grayskull where there's nobody in Grayskull. They, you know, whoever's in control sneaks in, uses all the ele electronical, uh, electronic equipment and things like that. Use the laser cannon. A lot of the things that, that help sell the toy. Like, I enjoy seeing a lot of that stuff. But overall, like, I'm sure these fans, too, like. You know, when they, I don't know, I just... I think it's the art, because, like, somebody here in the chat room, which, yes, his, uh, Jay, I agree with you, Jay, the artwork is fantastic, he said it made it epic, but in the minds of a lot of these fans, when you'll have debates without them even talking about these comics, in their head, all they'll keep saying, the stories were so savage, and I always want to say, when did this happen? And then there's the people that will say, Merman kicked the crap out of He-Man, it's like, when did this happen? They show me that picture, and then I tell them to read this, they're like, Oh, that's what I mean. But when you're going through this whole thing, it's just, it's nothing but confusion. Okay, well, here's the thing. Look at this. First, when He-Man fell out of the, the um, excuse me, Battle Ram, I keep wanting to say Sky Sled. It is, but uh, whatever. When he falls out of the Battle Ram and his force, I'm sorry, his power harness saves him, that was a pretty good distance, okay? And then Merman's like, you know, I better get this. If I can have He-Man's weapons, I can help Skeletor, blah, blah, blah. Later, towards the end of this, you see Man-at-Arms a lot higher than He-Man was up in the sky. He gets knocked down, falls onto the ground, and they said, the only thing that saved him was his special armor. I was like, I think I'd want Man-at-Arms' armor more. I mean, he fell at a higher rate. It's like, is everybody got this special magical armor? It's Everything seems so forced at times. But this is the, like, you know, the thing with Charger, seeing that with Tila, like you said, first it came out of nowhere. You never seen Charger again. They don't really explain much of anything, but I almost felt like there was a lot of, not only the coloring books, but books, they char they excuse me, they showed Charger so much. I almost felt like they were gonna plan on putting Charger in the line and decided not to. I don't know if it's something you ever thought about, but isn't it weird that Charger is in so many things and the covers of a lot of stuff, even the coloring books, but Charger never appeared. I wondered, did they think about maybe making that horse but thought, eh, maybe nobody would get into him? But 
I mean, hell, I, I, I seriously doubt it. I think it was just something that, you know, I think Don Glute, who, who wrote these first four Benny comics, I'm sure it was just something that was thrown in and they kind of went with it. But I, I, I can't see them mainly because they didn't put a whole lot of stock into female figures in this line. So why come up with a steed for the females when they, you know, I just, plus the, the, the females wouldn't be able to like logically able to use any of the steeds anyway, because, you know, Evelyn and Tila, the same buck and, and the legs were not going to be able to fit on any kind of uh, vehicle in the entire line for that matter anyway. So I just feel like it would have been a cool idea, but I can't see Mattel like coming up with this particular horse that would fit a very peculiar uh, figure that just is not meant to go in any of the vehicles at all. Like Tila, if you put her on Battle Cat, she's not going to sit on there. You know, I think I think just from a logic standpoint, I don't see Mattel doing that. I feel like Charger would have been a great addition, and I, I think honestly should be kept in the canon of He Man. Sure. Why shouldn't Tila have a reliable steed that she can rely on at all times? I, I feel like a lot of the prominent characters should have something like Skeletor's got Panther, He Man's got Battle Cat. Um, Fisto has a, a, a Stridor, Jitsu's got Night Stalker. I feel like some people should have a particular uh, reliable beast slash steed or uh, a vehicle that they that is theirs. Like it's like it's their. You, know, you wonder if in their motorcycle. head they were thinking. No, you're wondering, like, no, I agree, and I was wondering if, like, in their heads they were thinking, okay, when you think of, like, you know, Battle Cat, Panther, and all the other vehicles that everybody can get in those, it's cool, but we only have, at the time, oh, we just have two females, and of course, here comes the Sorceress eventually, but two females, like, uh, should we release the horse? Would the guys think it's a girl horse and wouldn't want to put the guys on it? You know, you wonder what goes through their head. I would have loved to seen a Charger because I bet it would have looked fantastic. I mean, that's still something that could be even great for a – well, <laughs> I ain't going to even go into saying, hey, it should be in the new line because we know it ain't going to happen. I, but, I don't uh, think – I, I honestly, I don't see the Origins line lasting that long. We said it before. I feel like it's just a test for something else to see – Test like see what the tread the waters be like. All right, they're selling pretty w- possibility for the cartoon. Yeah, the I, new cartoon. I, I, no, and I agree I with feel you, like Nathan. That's what's well, even if the new cartoon, well, if the new cartoon sucks, doesn't guarantee good toy sales. I mean, I think we all saw that with the 2000 X line. The way it was, it was poorly uh, advertised and sw- swapping time uh, uh, times and all that stuff. Like, didn't help toy sales at all. And the fact that they screwed the pooch on the the, the shitload of variants, we all know that story. You know, I I just. You know, I'm not, I'm kind of with Nathan. Like, it's kind of hard to picture Mattel willing to go, what, seven, eight waves into re releasing every figure from the original lineup and then throw in their bullshit variants of apparent versions of characters we never got because they're too cheap to give us a Lizardman or an Ice. Unless it was, unless it was just boom, but like they have all this in the tank ready and it's just like boom, boom, boom. These waves are coming out like every six months or something i just well, honestly that's the that thing way. i see that no i mean and i'm sorry Nathan, no, again, I, I didn't i hate doing that i feel bad i'm sorry i didn't mean to do yeah, that no no you're, um, you're fine i just i want to stress this too because i don't think I, i've ever addressed it on the show with how we have skype in here and doing this like the way that we hear it with with the three of us through this is fine but i notice sometimes when i go back and watch the episode and how it's recorded the audio that it sounds like i'm I have second ahead of you guys, so it's almost like I'm cutting you off, but that is not the case when we're actually well, on here and talking. Just, yeah, no, it, it's not. But, yeah, no, thanks for no, thanks for saying that. But, uh, no, when it comes to 
the this line, I'll be honest, seeing the rate at how people are – see, that's the thing. Oh, shit, I'm dropping my goddamn earpiece. Hold on. <laughs> oh, dang it, that was my first cuss. Sorry about that. Anyways, so anyways uh, – Why don't you be apologizing to two grown men about you cussing? <laughs> yeah, so the line itself has been selling great and in the groups – of course, not everybody's as critical as us. You know, is it because we're trying to be mean to the line? No. no, it's because we're so passionate. We love it so much. We want it to have as much respect and be treated as great as possible. So when I see – see, Tyler has a different way he looks at something. So do I. Like when I'm looking at these figures, the thing is since I customize, yeah. all I do is see faces. I see details so much. So when I'm seeing the faces, it's driving me bonkers. But the fans in all these groups, the ones that are going to Walmart and buying them like crazy – they're not complaining. They're loving it. Now, if Yeah, but because it's also of, the same damn characters that are shown well, see, in every piece of merchandise. Well, tr- you know, true. it's not like they came out of the gate with a Strider and a Fisto two-pack along with a, you know, a strong arm and clawful two-pack or something like that. No, it's with the generic of the generic. And that's why I, I'm like... Well, that's why the you, variant thing would scare me. I pray that. That's what I hate. They show that as being some of the first. What do you guys want? And that scares me because I don't want it because if... The line could continue of giving us new characters along with ones we've had before. And that fever keeps going. I mean, this line is selling fantastic. But if they start implementing so many variants and then people's just interest like, oh, God, I can't stomach a 20th He-Man. I mean, because that's what I hated about the 2000X line. I love that line because of all the new scopes and details. And they didn't use the same buck body over and over for everybody. I appreciate and respect it, especially the stactions. But. The amount of He-Man and Skeletors was over the top. I mean, that's what sickened Tyler and me. And um, Nathan, I'm sure you've seen how... Yeah, Tyler no, was I, I, was, I, was collecting, I was collecting that line, and then I just sort of ta- like trailed off from it. Because every time we would go to the store, you would be like it would be exciting when you would find a new character, but what's clogging the shelf? Variants of He-Man yeah, and, and Skeletor. And I'm like, yeah. Eh. And then you just give up. And then they think the line was... Yeah, because then they said, oh, the line's not selling. It's like, well, actually, no. Every character, when you look for something like Atila and Evelyn or Roboto, whoever it may be, gone. But it's like, He-Man and Skeletor are sitting there. It's not that people don't want it. It's you packed four He-Mans and then one other hero, another hero. Four Skeletors, one villain, one villain. So people obviously snatched up the ones they wanted, and then you're stuck with clogging up with the hero and villains that they said had to be in every wave and that everybody wanted. Well, they were very wrong so i don't want them repeating the same mistake especially when we've seen that like you said the variant thing on the other side first there was the anti stuff but on the other side it's tricops and wonder bread he-man it's like stop it stop with the wonder bread he-man and stop with the nonsense first like i said that's a whole thing that nobody ever figured out where did it really come from but now you're encouraging it and now we're going to get this stupid one and that means it's going to happen i don't care Plus, if it this whole line can't, can't be really marketed towards general there's no cartoon or other media to encourage them unless you know you go up and buy the, the you know the you know dvd release of he-man up front in walmart for 40 bucks you know it's it's not there, there's nothing to encourage children to check it out you know there's there's no cartoon or or video game or movie or any, nothing yeah, we're movies buying don't sell it. toys anyway anymore because yeah, they don't stuff. sure don't buy superhero toys off the shelf based on movies but I, I that's why i feel like doing all these variants is strictly to appease to your well, hell, I, I'm surprised casual fans would even know who any of those, those shitty variants were anyway. You know, I, I just, I feel like... Oh, that was the thing with Keldor? No, agreed. I remember people were saying, 
what's this guy? Almost nobody knew that in the He-Man groups, the toy groups. They're so focused on vintage that when they were seeing this stuff, they said, I, I don't even know who that is. And they were like, why is it Man-at-Arms that color? And they're like, oh, in the Antiverse. But otherwise, they were looking at yeah, Kelvin hey, like, I there's, have no... There's this shitty comic book that you need to go and read to see where that all came from. Yeah, they from. don't read yeah. it. They don't know this. That's what I mean. It's... I, I, I want the I, yeah. line to be and how, how come I'm, Mattel had nothing new to showcase this year for San Diego uh, like when is that other actually? than that bullshit poll like they had nothing to encourage that there's more He-Man stuff coming down the line I, like I saw a lot of stuff with the, the Comic-Con because they did the Comic-Con at home and from what I gathered the, the, like the viewing audience just for all the panels and everything together was just like there was no interest well, there was nothing. No, nobody had anything interesting to share. There was no trailers, no no great releases. Like I saw a few things from NECA, of course. I'm like, me, like, I ain't gonna be able to afford any of that. I ain't gonna be able to get it. I feel but, like a uh, moron. When did this happen? I didn't even what, know like, that happened. Well, well exactly. Yeah. It was so so like it came and went, and it's even been stated that the views for these panels were so minute and. Oh, wow. They backed up by saying there was jack shit revealed because they couldn't be there in person to smell like butt cheese and. Get in everybody's way and crowd the halls and stab people over. And ask a bunch to... of obnoxious, dumbass questions yeah. about the obvious and shit like that. Or, well, we really can't answer that right now. Well, what about this? Well, we really can't answer that right now. Though. I don't have the logistics to answer that question right now. But we do have this variant water bottle coming down the line that's featured in some panel, you know, or, you know, just, you know, just, just nothing to get people excited about. And like, from like Mattel anything. again. No, I, I mean, it, it was just like anything. Like everybody. Oh, and maybe Mattel, because I know PowerCon's doing an online. Oh yeah, thing. we probably you should know. talk about that, huh? That should have been in like the news thing. That's but right. uh, but I, I I dare say I would not be shocked at all. Mattel uh, is has nothing but more trinket variant bullshit to showcase at PowerCon, and no one gives a shit about that other than all right, it's uh, it's a uh, uh, NYP uh, colors of Evil Inn in vintage form. Isn't it great, people? You know. Just more more shitty variants. Well, this, if anything, this many comic shows, we don't love everything from the past. So, great art, but a horrible story, and also it's just part one of, like, um, when we talk about the other three, eventually, it's showing no savagery in this vicious violence no, that feels no, like Conan. Not yeah, there, there's, there's nothing graphic or, or overly aggressive in any of these stories. Like, not at all. It's just the way Alcala does his artwork, and and that that's it. So people, you know, I don't whoever you are, wherever you're at, wherever whenever you listen to this, if you do, <laughs> uh, you know, it's you know, love the artwork all you want, but sure, sure. you know, but you can't sit there and say that it just kind of comes off as very narrow minded. Like it ain't the same thing with Star Wars, where I don't look anything past the first three films because everything comes after the th- uh, the first three films is dog shit. Yeah, and you can't argue that. So yeah, like if it was better past the three uh, first three films then yeah i think it's great to keep an open mind and appreciate all various aspects but he-man got progressively better into the 80s you know you can say what you want as the line went deeper into the 80s and obviously the rest of you assholes just stopped buying those toys and took it away from me just as i was getting a little bit older to keep buying more of those toys um <laughs> you know i i just i don't I, I see ma- how you I, can I limit imagine yourself. tyler like sometimes when he's hanging out uh when he visits his mom, he's probably just sitting there and is just quiet for a second. And he's like, damn it. Why couldn't you just had me three years earlier? I've often wondered because I was at the perfect age for turtles. And I'm, I'm so thankful that I was, cause I got to experience turtles, you know, 
the way I wanted to experience He-Man. Like getting to see the commercials for new toys, uh, being at school and, and seeing my classmates come in with, with Jitsu and Fisto. Like, who is that? You know, I had a few moments as a kid. Like, But yeah, I, I've often wished I could have been around a little bit earlier to, to where I could have, you know, all my Christmases would have been focused on He-Man, Thundercats, and G.I. Joe, like over and over and over and over. And, you know... I remember Catch taking my Dragon Walker in for show and tell. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world just to watch that thing go super slow. For me, it was fascinating. I actually don't remember what the kids in the class thought, but God was I excited. I was like, I get to bring some He-Man toys to school. So those were fun times. I, would, I would never take my toys to school. I didn't trust any of those assholes. <laughs> no, I, I was I kind of the same mean. way because I had someone steal my two talking Marvel superheroes from Toy Biz out of my backpack, and they had no idea they were in there. Just this one guy decided to snoop around in my backpack in third grade and took them out Who of there. Was it? And we called him by the end of Who the day. It? Seth Dixon. There wasn't someone, you know, no. he he ended up moving to Texas, I think, after well, fifth grade. Well, I mean, it's it's in his last name. Um, any- my teacher yeah. kept everything in back. She was able to protect it all, thank God. But, you know, like when, when we were talking about this, just like I said, <laughs> when we talk about this comic, we're doing it to – enlighten that's like i said that was the main focus of like how why we do the show all the time it's for again you can love battle in the clouds and all those and it is fantastic art but there were many fans that still maybe even who are just watching or listening right now didn't know that that wasn't that savage or things that they thought happened it didn't happen like the amount of people that thought that merman beat him you know beat he man they see that never happened there was never a fight that's the reason we do this is just to make you think wow i didn't know that so it's not like we're crapping i'd say you know what hate battle in the clouds or not you can still love it yeah. and like i said the art is fantastic but it's that's why we discuss the stories is to let you know something maybe you didn't know yeah the artwork's great stories uh stories just all over the place and i don't know if it's in the dark horse book joe i imagine it's there since you actually have the copy of it can we talk really quick about the the pop-up game that it has advertised in here from western publishing company i don't know i got these images off the org and it was on here it looks really badass from that tiny tiny picture you know and that's the thing this just to let you know this is my i told you everything from you know my collections from my childhood i kept great condition for my comics and I never wanted to send anything in like, you know, they're advertising the hauler and, and they're showing the figures and the pop-up game that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that looks really but cool. I like I, that a lot. This is what I got is the big giant coloring book with a just a beautiful piece of art that's on the cover of, of that. But inside there's all these giant posters. I never pulled them out. I still have that downstairs. I'd probably show sometime, but... Uh, yeah, I was I, thinking that you were going to be like, and it's right beside of me right here. And he just nope, I don't have that by me. Who cracks me of those? How crazy is this, Tyler? We always seen this image in that weird logo of Masters yes. Universe. Like, why does it look that? And then damn Andy Yowsey has that with saying the Lords of Power. Unreal. So it really did have a comic cover. So, But, uh, yeah, I was going to say. For now, it's it's time for anybody in the chat room. If you guys had some questions you want to hit us from, you know, the cartoon, comics, anything else, do it right now. And in the meantime, real quick, Hip Hop Radio, uh, Sean Goss, and uh, there was somebody else that joined us here. Just uh, oh, and Zemir Mass. Oh wait, wait, wait. Thank uh, you all for uh, did, did we already mention uh, Toki uh, Death Nuts? He's uh, they're in the chat. <laughs> Oh yeah, Toki Deathhammer joined us. I was like, yeah, yeah, and you gotta say hello to uh, Toki Toki Deathnuts. <laughs> yeah, Toki just, Death my, my brain's just kind of just gone numb. I, I've just kind of like you know, you know, do do what you need to do. Oh, there, what, are you, I'm are just you here just, to be angry, getting and, depressed about the the state of action figures. Well, just the state of everything. 
just just i mean he meant in general like i thankfully today i i got like motivated to actually start writing the randor uh story that i had talked about like a while back where i was like you know what actually would be interesting to write a solo king randor story i actually started writing that today i got actually uh inspired today and just started writing that and it was like flowing like water like oh my god this is going great i'm writing great da- dialogue this, this is gonna be a badass story you know but in terms of like things to look forward to i i nothing i mean it's it's sad and depressing but you know it's 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 sad that you know in we do this podcast because we're, we're pushing the hardcore content. Like if you're a casual fan, listen to this, it's purpose is to turn you into a hardcore fan or get you interested in as a, and just stop being such a casual. Fan. If, if that's all you want to be, okay, fine, whatever. But this podcast is not meant for casual, you know, listening. It's, it's meant to excite you and inspire you to learn that there's so much more past beast man, Skeletor and he man or man at arms and battle cat. Damn it. You know, and it's more to it than just shit, shitty clothing. You got a hot topic with the same shitty versions of, of filmation artwork slapped on there. That you know, those puppies are sick, bro. Get them to the vet and all that shit. Do you, you even live, bro? And all those next time, next. Th- what, what size? What size shirt you wear, Tyler? Are you two X? You just an XL right now? What size are you wear? Just XL. Okay. All right. I'll wait when eighties tees has oh. a sale again. I'll, uh, oh, oh, I'll marvelous. get you some sweet shirts. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's. I'll get to now some of these questions in the chat. One, uh, uh, just one nutcase. But anyways, Adam Gabbert said, "Joe, Tyler, and Nathan, have you seen anyone in public or in person that has tattoos of Masters of the Universe or Princess of Power? Believe it or not, in person, no. I've never seen somebody in person. Plenty of people online, but I, not I don't think so either. Usually, the only things that I, I've seen or have a tendency to see are uh, like." Other properties like Ninja Turtles is usually like I think I've seen a couple of those out in public before. But you gotta, I see a lot of GI Joe, the Cobra symbol. Yeah. I see so many. But you gotta, you gotta think too that in the area that Tyler and I are in, most of these tattoos are basically what you would see uh, on a UFC fighter. Like they'll get things tattooed on their stomachs, barbed or, wire, yeah, stuff yeah or and you get those or... people that like walked out of a. A DeLorean, and they were like, "Yeah, man, I went to I went to 1995. Look at my look at my barbed wire tattoos. Uh, mm. A lot of a lot of rebel flags, shit like that." So, mm. I will say on on one of the uh, the DVDs for He Man, there's a, a a little mini documentary called "Fans of of He Man," and there's a segment at one of the old San Diego Comic Cons where Emiliano's doing an autograph sign. I, I started to break this up to him last week when he was on the episode, and a fan that is brought over to say, hey, Emiliano, he's got your artwork on your arm. And it's not. It's the generic cliche MYP version of He-Man that guy had tattooed on his arm. Emiliano has this blank look <laughs> on his face and doesn't even That's acknowledge great. the guy or anything. Wow. He just, he stopped autographed to like look at this guy's arm and he has this blank face. Wow. And Andy, Andy Mangles who brought him was like, look, it's your artwork, Emiliano. The guy's like, yeah. And he just, looks at the guy <laughs> and i'm thinking when i watch this I'm like you moron it's not his artwork it's such a generic nyp like god you people it just it just drove and that's why i was ready to slap my tv off the stand when i saw that it was just you know, infuriating crazy. well speaking of infuriating grimbot has a question and this is because it came oh god it was a question from one of the filmation groups with somebody that went on one of the most insane rants i've ever seen but he said 
You guys think it's more likely that Tila did not have an actual father, but actually hatched from an egg? <laughs> He's doing this to be sarcastic because there was, oh man, there was something in this one. He, it was in the Filmation He-Man group. This guy went on the longest rant I've ever seen in my life about trying to be really deep. And I think just oh it just God. when everybody said so There's that some, one you shouldn't even give that jerk off a, a moment of your time or anybody else. Someone who's trying to come up and reinvent the wheel by coming up with some oh. bullshit theory, and he's like the next big thing to write the bullshit. You know, DC. It went into about you know? virgin birth and everything. It went insane. So we're gonna yeah, avoid you, that. You don't, God. I'm sorry, but you don't like you don't need shit like that in a cartoon, like. You don't need that. Uh, yeah, don't. I don't like seeing that stuff with... in any of my comic. Like, where people tried to come up with these really convoluted, you know, uh, and, artistic, and, or, you know, art house especially bullshit. In an established property, don't go in there with weird shit like that. Just take the mythology, tweak things, but don't like if you want to do something like that, create your own thing. It's almost like if you were to take and keep it to your damn you were self. Take it, it didn't engage me. Yeah didn't engage many people some people yeah. just looked and some people, I, just, people like, think, I want you to ignore them i would don't want you to get the satisfaction of even acknowledging that you even read their bullshit post don't give them a like a dislike a sad face an angry face do not give them anything i do not want these people encouraged to continue to function as a as a fan of he-man if they're going to continue to write this incoherent drivel like that like they do not they need to be ignored you know, he pretty, it pretty much was, but it just it was insanity. But thank you for that, Grimbot. Um, yeah, thanks. For, thanks for giving me a, a nice, you know, brain aneurysm. Aneurysm. On there. <laughs> it's weird at the same time. Me and Tyler said aneurysm. Um, Hip Hop Radio said, Nathan, have you been looking for the target target exclusive GI Joe classified Cobra Island? Oh yeah, the where it's got uh, the Cobra Trooper and uh, a couple others that are Baroness Beachhead. Yeah, um, I. I don't make it out to Target that often, and every time I go, because the first thing is check the, the NECA section. The Target around us just, I, even in the toy, even it in the sucks, toy aisle, man. it's just they drop the ball on it all the time. I was actually lucky enough that I had a friend that lives like on on the coast of the state, and he goes out all the time, and he found me the Casey Jones Foot Soldier two pack at target so i i have that and i told him to keep a lookout for that because i it's the same thing like i go to target once a week i'm not going to go there every day because target from where i'm at now is probably like a good 20 minute drive and here in about a month if all goes well it's going to be a little further away from me so uh, yeah like i want them of course it's it's great but i i also hate the fact that it's these store exclusive things and it almost feels like they don't make enough of them. And I know that that's the point, but at the same time too, like if you're just between the bots online and the, the people at work grabbing them and holding them, which whatever they have a right to do that. If there's not a lot of them, then it, it's going to be the same thing. Like how I've fallen out of other toy lines. I'm like, I don't, what's the point in collecting this? I can never find it. I don't want to, uh, fuck it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. yeah, I would like to. I uh, hope next time I go in there, there's something. But I haven't even seen any of the classified Joes anywhere around here. The ones, the I ones I got, I ordered on Amazon. So that's what's on the shelf right now. If that's something I ever see in my area, would you 
be interested in something like getting that nathan in well, case i ever yeah, see I mean, in my area if you see that and for for okay. tyler too especially send, tyler because tyler send me pictures okay, okay. yeah, yeah okay. i'm i'm collecting the, the classified stuff i'm not i'm not buying any bullshit variants like destro and, and pimp daddy bullshit and the, i don't okay. need another roadblock unless it's more closer to the the vintage styles but every i've already pre-ordered everything that they've already announced i've pre-ordered everything because i'm not going to waste my time running around to our desolate two options of outlets Mm. retails to get this yeah. stuff i just assume bypass it all and just order everything online man makes sense but yeah definitely send see if i can find something okay um we'll, we'll definitely make it worth your while and i'll send you back the money plus a can of spam now i like that i'll eat <laughs> that, that. that's what, that's what we do we pay him back and then for right? shipping it's like here's here's two cans of spam hey yeah. you can pay me in food all day i'd love it so uh, which i um, imagine that, joe's already noticed but i've had a can of spam like down there in the corner of, of his little block on camera the whole oh show. my god i just noticed it i did not see that <laughs> had it there the whole show are you wow talk about being observant i did not notice but oh thanks for that i like yeah. it so because somebody just nicknamed me joe spamato for like spam i was like oh that was genius but oh, whatever boy. that just happened oh yesterday. man that, that could be our, our way into the big time have joe like on the can on on the cans of spam he could be the spokesperson That's like, or clamato oh, you know clamato you know clamato amato Joe's like face on a bottle of Clamato. Uh, Campbell's, Campbell's, and whoever I don't know who puts spam out. You guys uh, find a way to contact us. Let's talk. That's right. Put uh, put the auto after the M, and you got a motto right there. So spamato. So all right. Um, Fedmon actually said something that is cool. I guess it was showing that my insane ramblings, I guess, were actually thought about. He said, Joe. Check Battle Rams blog, which, by the way, that man does amazing. I, stuff. I love, uh, I love that yeah. blog. It's, it's always, yes. I always enjoy reading his articles. Yeah, definitely look him up. Battle Rams blog, um, Battle Rams blog. But he said he has an article that Mattel was thinking about using one of Barbie's horses, Goldie, as Charger in the Vintage line. So now I'm gonna have to read that. So thanks for letting me know. Fedmon had no clue, so I'll have to read it up. Um, JSP said, "What did you guys think of my rough filming of the wrestling match? Or match I sent you? Nathan that, seemed to like it. That seems cool. v- very time consuming. I don't have the patience yeah, for I such could, things. Like I could, yeah, I, I could talking about. I could have never have been like. Uh, that was like a stop motion, right? Yeah, stop yeah. Motions. I could have yeah. never done that because it's just barely move it, take a picture. Yeah, I, I would have no pay. patience. Ah. So I give you all the credit. It, it, no like patience. stuff like that looks awesome. Ray Harryhausen stuff is like fantastic. I, oh, I, it's, I, it's masterful stuff. I just the time that you got to put into that dedication. Uh, I, I'm not that patient. You can, I, I would, I would just yell at Emily. Hey, Emily, you think I'm patient? She'd be like, No. But that was cool, GSB, so thanks for sharing it. Um, Curtis Ackerman said, oh, my God, I really want to get that Randor story. It sounds awesome. I was picturing him fighting that gauntlet uh, Tyler talked about. So, uh, yeah, I I definitely – I didn't start writing in many comics. I just started writing as a regular story, and uh, I wrote, like, a nice little uh, – backstory before Adam was born, like a a nice opening battle to kind of set the stage – um, for the story, so I'm like, oh my god, like this, this is really cool. Like I, I like this a lot. So I'll keep, I'm gonna keep, keep writing. Hopefully, I'll have something to maybe share, and people will uh, not turn away because it's not not new toy talk and, and embarrass me. <laughs> Make me feel like what I have to say doesn't mean anything to anyone in this community here because we'll they be just don't seem to, to give a shit when I have an original uh, uh, content to well, share. Well, yeah. People. Well, if you want, Tyler, you can just give me that stuff, not be on the show that week, and then I can read it out. Yeah, and, and then, then you guys can do a mailbag from the magazine from 1988 
and then you guys read it, and then Joe eats a live tarantula on the air, and then we'll have like a thousand views. And you know you that know. was actually not bad. Besides the hair sticking in my throat, it wasn't that bad <laughs> having a tarantula. It was just it was someone great. someone mailed Joe something like really stupid that he can eat that we can just do an episode on that'll do gangbusters. And just so you guys know, if you guys think I'm joking about that, it's insulting to my presence on this podcast that I can't feel like I can be a legitimate part that when I'm not here, you people turn out in droves, you know, <laughs> to just hear these guys talk about what what's the better Oreo and shit like that. And I come out here but to Joe, talk about the hardcore content. But Joe doesn't. And you people just like, I, I don't have time to watch this here. Uh, but 100 views. Food. But, but I'm not talking about the live view. I'm talking about the overall week to week. We got close to 600 subscribers, which is a small drop in the bucket when it comes to YouTube subscribers. I am aware of that. But when we're not getting close to 560 views a week, I'm just telling you, you, you assholes should be ashamed of yourselves. Man. Not the ones that are I here, mean, what, not what the is ones it gonna, that tune what, I mean, in. I want to stress that again. The ones that are here, we appreciate you. But every one of you and every one of you that work, watch regularly, the people who leave comments, who send Joe, Nathan, and me remarks privately on Messenger or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I, 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 you all have spoken. I appreciate everybody who takes the time to send us something that's positive or some criticism. I don't care. I don't, I don't get, you know, uh, pissed on my hush puppies uh, <laughs> when people say something that they want us to work on or whatever. They, like, I appreciate that you took the time because you're listening to us. I appreciate every bit of that. So everyone that's in the chat room who will listen to us at some point this week, by this time next Sunday, I'm including you in my big thanks to all that. It's the rest of you hundreds and hundreds of people who subscribe but don't watch us yet. Where the hell are, Where are you? You? Uh, you know, like, everybody, yeah, I, I, I'm going to end this here, but it's they, just, they, I'm calling all of you out. They, they, I swear. If, they if, went if, out to get cigarettes and never came back. Yeah, they, they did. They, they, they're just like, you know, any food, uh, deadbeat dads, you know. I'll eat it live. But, but Joe, you're a bunch of shitty casual fans. That's all you are. You don't care about any of this stuff. You just want to buy the generic of the generic with your <laughs> shitty filmation Walmart t-shirt and call yourself a fan. I'd have slapped the shit out of all of you. He actually looks like he turned redder. He's almost as red as my Mondialite mask. Look at his whole body. He actually looks like he got red and pissed. I'm like Mosquito, like where I just, you know, I, my skin turns red, you know. It's just You start pump, pump, pushing the button on my back here, uh, I, you know? I thought it was just because you suck anyway. Uh, uh, like, uh, Joe, doesn't, Joe doesn't like Oreos, though. To, to go back on that part. I hate the middle stuff. Oh, uh, well, see, that's what makes it such a dynamic conversation. People will tune in next week to find out why Joe doesn't like Oreos. Give two shits about, you know, the, the latest finding about, you know, a vintage figure that we almost got but didn't. Like, that's lame. That's gay, man. Like, well, why, why can't we talk about modern stuff, man? And Joe putting stuff up his ass. I remember yeah. taking, I would take one off and scrape that white cream off and just eat the chocolate cookie. God, I hated that white cream. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Zamir Mass said, I ruined his childhood. I think that's when I was talking about, uh, you know, the vintage comics. Sorry about that, Zamir. We just had to let it happen. Brian what, this, one, this ruined your childhood, man? Where the hell you been? With all the other mini comics and, and, and episode commentaries, like, this is what ruined your childhood, man? Dang, I, I'm sorry, dude. Take a drink, you, Tyler. You, just, just wait, you just wait until the movie comes out eventually. Brian Davis. Well, speaking of newer things, Brian Davis said, I had been wondering your thoughts on Kevin Smith's reveal about the new Masters cartoon. Anything more than a spokesman? No, I'm hoping, Brian, that, like I said, the cartoon will be good. I hope it's, you know, treated, the property is treated with some respect. Compared Don't to be delusional, Brian, here. 
but I can't talk. I won't mention the other stuff. But no, Brian, I'm hoping it's great. I hope it can bring fans back. It'd be fantastic. I guess it's just a, a wait and see, but uh, I guess we'll see. Um, Zamir, Zamir also said he wished he would see uh, Forza T figures in classic forms. Forza T is I fun. would, too. Yeah, I you love know, Forza T. Let me, let me ask you guys this real quick. You know how, how, how uh, the bios are still being put out? You know, you know. Danielle writes the bios uh, with her with her partner in crime as well. I can never remember the guy's name. I apologize for that. I can't understand how Mattel wants to keep putting these bios out, but cancel classics and won't allow them to. Like they, it's it's like when you read it, you know they're 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 having to stick to the classic bios that Scott Knightley did. Like you guys don't want to continue classics, but you want to continue the classics. Can like it makes no damn sense at all. And I know nothing about inside stuff, but I just have a feeling. I think well, I don't. We'll I don't either. I'm just going by. You know, you know that they're expected to follow that. Just by you know the things that they, I think that they write, which they've written a hell of a lot better stuff than what was dumped on us before. But I'm like the logic of like they're wanting to continue this classic canon, but they don't want to continue the classics toy line. In some way, I think. Trust me, I think the classic figures will be coming back. That's just. Just a gut feeling. Again, I don't want people, if it happens, to say, Joe, you knew all along, but... Nathan, change the title of this episode to The Classics Line is Returning. Find out why here. <laughs> yeah, that cheap clickbait. Oh, do I hate that when they do that for a video and you click and then it's nothing about that at all. Or they'll show a fake picture. You click on the video and that picture never existed. I hate in the, video. the, I hate the videos that. as well where uh, people like eat stuff. Like, oh, this came out. I'm going to try it. But then they spend the first 15 minutes. I'm like, just eat the damn food. The video should be five minutes long. We, nope. Yeah, because I got right drag to it, it remember? Out 30 Did minutes. I, I didn't waste. Yeah, because remember me? When it was time to eat that, I didn't waste. I said, okay, let's get right into this. I shoved that in, shoved that in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was good tarantula. Nathan, I'm going to have to pass it to you because I'll be honest. The chat room oh, since yeah, yeah, exploded. No, no, I, I probably I, missed so I much. I got you. Uh, well, I, I, I had you. All right. Uh, Jay has a question. Guys, do you have any plans on bringing more Motu creative artists slash creators into this podcast regularly? Sure. We always I'll, try I'll, to do that once in a while. All right. Look, I, I've been asked about this before, like privately. You know, I've wanted to bring lots of guests on this podcast, and I've tried. And, you know, it's a struggle at times because a lot of them are of an older generation, and it's it's hard and difficult at times to get them set up. On the technical side, well, it used to be so it when, used to be worse when we had Google Hangouts, at least with Skype and things. Yes. That that kind of simplifies it quite a bit. But when we were doing it on Hangouts, still with YouTube on here, yeah, that was that was hard to do. It's it's a lot of stuff because people have their own schedules. Like we want, we would like to have James on here, like way more than we do. We'd like to have Danielle on here, but they got other stuff going on. And they we have do. to have Melinda Britt back because me and Tyler, God, we were just gutted that that did not record. Well, that and my voice sounded like shit because I was suggested to tra- switch over to a different. I forgot what it was that Doug had. You know to what's great over. though? My voice sounded so incoherent. But what's great about me and Tyler is every time we say this, we'll have a guest, and they're like, you know what? I can only be on for maybe fifteen minutes or a half hour. Once they start talking with us, we just are always just so laid back and natural. That they love being on, and they end up staying on maybe a half hour longer, and then they'll say, "Hey, I'd love to be back on the show." It's we just have and then a way nobody watches. Happy. That's another. That's another thing that discourages me about going after more guests. Like I had, I you know, I went after, you know, other people. Who, who was the? Uh, who was, was a, the? Oh, the uh, I can't remember the 
dude's name, but the one that was just like, basically just scoffed at you for even asking. Who was that? Oh, that was that was the director of Lionheart, Sheldon Lettich. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. When I we could have on Beyond asked, Retro. Asked if he would come on Beyond Retro to talk about you know his work with with Van Damme and his and his films, and he he was very dismissive and a very like he didn't cuss me, but it was like this guy he made me feel like this. I'm like, like a if you're interested, just don't respond. And he was very like demeaning, like oh you're just recording a podcast on your phone, you know. Just it was. I won't forget it. So when I see him pop up in interviews, like that asshole, you directed your bullshit dog, you know, movie, and yeah, you directed Lionheart, and you he'll work with Van Damme and Bloodsport and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's stuff like that. And then you go after these people, you set up the times, you're excited for it, and then people don't watch it. You know, it's you know, and I'm a victim of my own excitement where I'm thinking everyone was going to be just as excited as me and Joe are to have this person on or that person on or the, the talent behind this and the, the casual fan base don't care about this stuff. Like it, it meant so much to me to get Larry Houston on here, to have William Stout on here twice. Anthony DeLongas was on here. Robbie London, you know, it's so many creative forces behind He-Man. And I'm thinking you guys are going to be just as excited as we are. And it's heartbreaking when it's very minute. When you see someone who's got my, my top 10, Bullshit customs of He-Man, and people just are just you know just. Oh man, I can't get it off of it. You know, you and we're, we're putting our personal time to bring these people on, so you guys can learn more secrets. Joe, trying to don't be putting yourself over here. I'm on a roll here. You know, you we're trying customs? to get these people on here to discuss the the work on this, and you guys are just you know. Let's go, bub. You're gonna talk about shitty customs. Look at that Wolverine. He's awesome God, no that, that man, does look, look really that. good joe it is really and cool that, I mean, and that's I the thing too joe is actually really modest he doesn't want to the, the only time he wants to show his customs on camera is when he's gonna cut tyler off like that um or if yeah, somebody and then apologize for it and then, and then apologize <laughs> for it and do it again anyway yeah i'd never do that again Hold well, on, you know, if we were a successful here. podcast and we were selling t-shirts and shit like that would be a good one of joe like i didn't mean to cut you off and, and that that's that's but, the, that's the yeah. skirt, you know. But yeah, yeah that make a make a great. I mean, we you know, it's a shame, you know, because you you people just don't seem to want to tune in and, and watch us. Hell, even when we have people who are beloved in the community, you guys are just like I don't give two shits about that. Where's the toy talk? Papa Hood sixty nine says, Joe, Nathan, and Tyler, what was one thing that Masters did that drew so much hate and ire from the people? No other franchise has received nowhere near as much flack as Masters. Why Masters? I really... oh, well, I mean, we're all passionate fans. We don't have much stuff when it comes to it. But, I mean, like, especially when we were growing up. Now, things have changed, like I said, with certain things. But, like, growing up. Now, right now, it's like you can't be critical of anything without somebody calling you some kind of name or a hater. But we've been passionate, just like everybody is, for any of their properties since we were kids. Like I said, when the movie came out, a lot of people said, well, that doesn't look like He-Man Skeletor. What's this crap? But some people loved it. Like Tyler, he had no issues with it. When the new Adventures line came out, people again said, what is that? That don't look like He-Man. NYP came out. A lot of people loved it. Some didn't. But I don't know. It's just, we like, again, like recently now, we just want, like I said earlier, to be treated as great as possible. So when we see a comic that is so confusing or doesn't make sense or it's bringing us so much crap, we don't have to say, you know what, thank you for making this comic because there's no master stuff out now, so thank you for giving this to us. 
I'd rather say no. Don't give us anything at all, because if you're just going to give us some watered-down, confusing crap, I'd rather say, I don't want nothing. But some fans just eat up say, gimme, gimme, I will like it. But if we're critical and say we don't like it, we're supposed to be haters? Like, no, we're not haters. We're passionate. I, well, We've done it since we were five. I think there's a, a there's a fine line of saying, no, this sucks, and saying it sucks, but then explaining why you think it sucks. I think that's what... And we explain that, oh, no, it. I'm saying yeah, we, I, in terms of... Yeah. Other things, people like if you just say it sucks and don't say anything else, then yeah, I I guess that aspect of it's justified to be like, oh, you're just you're just hating. But if you can, sure, if you can back that up and be like X, Y, and Z, like a perfect example. And I, I've come around to this over over the years. Ty, Tyler immediately felt this way. It took me a little while to get there. The Christopher Nolan Batman movies. All it is is three three <laughs> movies, three movies of Christian Bale. Being like, I'll quit being Batman if you'll be my girlfriend. That's that's what it is. And people, like, villains get in the way. That That's basically what those movies are. Now, is the Heath Ledger performance great? Yes, it is. But everything else is just kind of, and then you throw that in there, and it's just sort of, eh. I haven't gone back and watched any of them in a while. But, but now I don't, like, I don't feel the need to go back to those anymore. Because, uh, you know, Two-Face looked great, but... Rachel. Boy, oh, was he given such a shitty place Rachel. in the movie. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, you know, it's just like, we get it. Yeah. Can we move on here and make you one of the, the great mob bosses of Gotham? No. No, no yeah, he's gone. And then we won't talk about the, the whole Bane fiasco. It's it's all just about everybody, like, fighting over women. And then he's like, oh, I'll quit being Batman. Just, just be with me, for please. Someone love me. And that that's it. And God, yeah, they just make his Batman is such a pussy. And, and you you get I watched one uh, of them. I only watched one. I didn't watch all three of those. I think I just watched yeah, that first. Liam Neeson is great in it, but and, and Batman Begins and the scores are, are good too, but that's something that's felt it, weird. Man. I can't describe well, it. the fight weird. scenes, you can't tell what the hell is going on because Christopher Nolan didn't know how to shoot fight scenes. Everything's just like a jumbled, poorly edited mess. Yeah. You know, with all their, like, preaching, you know, trying and, to be all philosophical. And I, I, and I know shit. that someone would be like, well, you know, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman sort of had a similar thing of, like, well, he was just wanting to fall in love and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but... No, 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 no. Well, it did a better job of, like, he would have the temptation of, like, wanting to reveal his secret or, like, even kind of crossing his mind. But he knows at the end of the day, like, that's, like, he he needs to be Batman. Like, and I will say this to anybody who you know the people who listen to this, and you may think of what we're saying is blasphemous against the uh, the Nolan films. I told Nathan Nathan this before. I've told I've told us before. There's one line that that solidifies Burton Keaton's Batman above anybody else is that when Ken Basinger's uh, Vicky Vale says, you know, are we going to you know try to love each other? He's I'd like to, but he's out there right now, and I've got to go to work. Making by Batman the priority, the way he, that he should always be. Yes. It's always fun to see Batman tinted by law because God knows he's had so many beautiful women in his life. But when he's ensuring that the priority is putting on the cape and cow and going out kicking ass, that's priority number one. That is Batman. Yeah. And that's not what the Nolan films were about. It was more about, like we said, you know, it's about... Excuse exactly, me. Joe. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is it. I don't need to say anything else. Joe, that was perfect. 
Thank you, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in all the time. I was like, oh my god, am I puking? <laughs> what a timing. <laughs> I thought that I thought he was faking that. No, that was real people. I mean, that just shows you what the Nolan films, they're vomit inducing at times. You know, not all of it, but the majority of yeah. them, yes, this is what that, happens. I mean, there, there were there were good things sprinkled in there, but as a whole, they just fell completely. Like, very forgettable Batman yeah. films yeah, and it was easy to get drawn into the hype because oh yeah yeah but it was uh yeah time does a lot of things makes you either appreciate stuff more or look back at it and be like yeah that kind of sucked but i, I will yeah, say I mean, there's, there's... for as high regard as tyler holds batman 89 like he puts ben affleck's i knew this was, ben I affleck's knew, daredevil i knew it, it was coming <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm telling. You, I was depressed. It was Valentine's Day, and and, and nobody liked me. Nobody loved me like Christian Bale wanted. So, I, I was delusional, thinking that piece of shit was was better than Batman '89. You know what? I also tried to convince myself that Batman and Robin was not as bad as it was, amongst other things too. And it's just I would try to convince myself that Christian uh, Christian Bale's Batman voice was not bad at all. When me, Nathan, my brother went and saw opening night. I have been deluded. I went through that phase where I was trying not to believe. Joe, are you going to throw up again? No, I'm just I'm stretching. I, I guess you knew I was getting real quiet. I'm just stretching, making sure nothing happens. But, um, okay. Yeah, Batman, Batman and Batman Returns are the only Batmans well, I actually can leave liked. It at that. And that, those are the only two Batman films. Outside of the Mask of the Phantasm, anything in the animated series, uh, that that's where it stops and ends. And hopefully... Keaton comes back, maybe it'd be worth a shit. I don't know. I I, I can only uh, hope so. And maybe with uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, I, Batman, I'm ho- I, uh, I'm hoping that will turn out okay. But it's it's like yeah. with anything now. I, I feel jaded enough. You guys might not get as much of me feeling that way on the show, but I'm jaded enough that when stuff comes out, I'm like, yeah, it might be okay. Like I don't. I just temper the expectation because I don't want to go into some, anything anymore like super excited about it and just walk out and pull a Keanu right there. No, I, I don't. I, yeah. I don't. <laughs> well, like, well, I got genuinely excited about Infinity War. I'm like, God, that movie sucked. Yeah. I, uh, you know, and I got genuinely excited for it. I turned myself around and, and I was like, you know what? I'm excited even though you know, Chris Pratt, the legendary asshole that he is, is in this piece of yeah. shit. And, Maybe it won't and, be so bad. And, and it was. And we'll we'll stress this. You like the Nolan Batman movies? Good on you. You like in, Infinity War and the Marvel movies? Good on you. Some of those are still all right, but Infinity War to me was basically just, hey, you remember you remember these guys, right? They're from that movie you watched uh, three movies ago. And they're funny. Yeah, and that was basically all it was. Oh uh, yeah, Bale, Bale's Batman voice was. Where are the other drugs going? Why? Oh my God. If that if that scene right there where he's interrogating what's his name, you know, do I love like a cop? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, Batman! You know, or when he gives his exposition to to Gordon, like you know, if the, if the water gets into the water, the whole city be going to, covered in this poison here. Like, oh, oh god! Like well, it's just their dialogue. What about shit. when uh, Joker's hanging upside down and like Heath Ledger's killing it in there, and then like he's like, this city just goes to show you as a better I'm just like, yeah. You're being a fat itself yeah. forever. Like, yeah. Oh my God. yeah. You know, Heath Ledger, I mean, obviously, I mean, he can't do no wrong in that film, but it's just, I mean, even the secondary acting, like all the, like the extras acting in the Nolan films are like bad. Like the, their dialogue, they can't deliver simple lines. It's like Wayne's World 2. I know it's a small part, but we can do better than this, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, all these people are just all these extras have speaking parts in all three Batman films that Nolan did. 
they're bad. They're all bad. You know, it's like he's just like second unit came in and directed this people. You know, it makes no now, sense. I, anyway, Christopher Nolan and I know Tyler will disagree with this. I do like Christopher Nolan's other movies because I think that's that suits it. Oh, I love Insomnia. I think Insomnia is a that, masterpiece. That's, I, I, that I love suits that. his talents better. Like, it, it, yeah. good on him for taking a shot at Batman, but I just they're not. They don't. Yeah. They don't do that for me anymore. I don't know. Uh, uh, most of the rest of the, the the chat talk was like, "Damn, Tyler's on a roll tonight," and all this stuff. So I don't think, and I could have missed something, but I, I. Please, please give us one one more good He-Man question. And I will say this is a as a teaser for next week. This oh, week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to say this that, uh, and I don't know if. Uh, but we are going to do a toy discussion next week, and to validate that there was once a hardcore He-Man fan base at one point, our next week's topic will validate just how hardcore this fan base was when we do the Toy Fair Titanic Tussle, which was a tournament back in the late 90s conducted on the internet by Toy Fair Magazine. And let fans vote on what was the most dominant toy line. And they went through a bracket, set up like wrestling matches, and the fans voted on what toy line would beat this toy line and move on to the next round. And we won't go any more further than that. But it was something I I like. I think the three of us are going to have a field day. And I think, Joe, Joe, say something here. You're making me feel like I'm boring. No, he's just just trying not to puke or shit himself. Oh, I feel like Kenny's down south. Oh, God, he throws up, bleeds out the nose, and takes your shit in the trash can. He goes back and forth in all three. <laughs> well, but in, in regards to that, uh, if if Tyler is correct, uh, I, I get the issue mailed to me, and I should have the bracket that we can put on the screen as it was before they, they did all the voting. It's like 64. I think there's a few repeats because it's basically like this toy line, this toy line, this toy line, and they have them going and it's just like march madness tournament style brackets and then but it's all the definitive 80s and 90s action figure lines competing and it was so so cool because they said i remember i remember when this was done i'll go into more details about it but it's it just really shows that you know what the he-man fan base at one point i mean like push this toy line to the to the outer limits in terms of competition against some of the other juggernauts. And it's weird because you can't find that much about it on the internet. Trust me, I tried to find this image. I'm like, I fuck it. I guess I'll just go on eBay and buy the magazine. So hopefully, Tyler. Joe, do you remember this? No, I don't. That's why when you mentioned it, I used to get a lot of the Toy Fair magazines. This one doesn't ring a bell. The one thing I do remember was when they said um, they rated the most powerful weapons in all of comic cartoon history. And number two was He-Man's Power Sword. Number one was Green Lantern's Ring, and I thought it was fascinating that He-Man's Power Sword made it that high through all of all of comic and cartoon history that he had number two. thought that was kind of cool. That's one thing I remember, but yeah, the thing you said, I don't remember, so I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, this was something that was conducted all over the internet. Like, He-Man.org had like the, the, the poll on their their website. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the Star, places Star that, Wars, that Toy Fair was connected with. Star all those, Wars. All oh, those guys were, no were pushing. They are like, hey, go go to ToyFair.com and click on this and, and oh. vote us into the next and I, and I voted. I got to vote in this one time because I didn't have internet, so it was only when I got to go over to Matt Hilton's house, and I remember who He-Man was competing against when I voted, so we'll go into the next week, but for you guys who strictly just can't get enough jerking off over toys, 
we will have toy talk, but not the new toy talk. This will be classic toy talk. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun for the three of us to discuss these this bracket. Yeah. I think people will get people who never heard of this will get a lot of amusement probably at the scene who was fighting against who. Yeah. And and just oh and, god, I can't and, wait to talk about maybe, it. And maybe maybe I can oh, kind cool. of finagle it in a way to where I can actually have it up on screen, and we can we can go through each thing and kind of like take a vote between the three of us of who we think should go over the yeah. other, and then I can move the property <laughs> forward on the bracket. We'll we'll figure that out once I get the magazine. We'll get all the logistics figured out. Uh, two more questions. Grim two asks, do you think He Man likes Oreos? Because he's being a smartass tonight. And Febmon asks... He likes golden Oreos. Yeah, those are okay. Febmon. Yeah, Febmon with the final question said, what is your favorite Masters of the Universe golden book? I will say the Sunbird Legacy. It's one of the biggest and most epic ones they had back then. Loved it. Probably had to be Sword of Skeletor. God, I love that story. It was it was the first one I ever got, but getting older, you just realize just how damn good that story is. Uh, Rock Wars would probably be because Jitsu and Webster and Buzz Off are in that one. I love that one to death. But those first three golden books, it's like a trilogy to me. But just Sword avoid the Trap. Trap has a great the trap. It's got the, one of the best covers, but the shittiest story you could ever imagine. Yep. Best? Yeah, exactly. I love that cover, but story horrendous. Yeah. So, uh, Toki, Toki Deathhammer says, don't forget to like and subscribe for more Batman talk. Hey, if you guys want to hear me and Tyler talk about some more Batman, <laughs> go to go to that Beyond Retro channel. Watch those capes and commentaries. I like talking Batman. Yeah. Batman's Batman's got a lot of... I, I, I do, too. And you know, we did a commentary for the 89 film where we pretty much just shit all over the Nolan films with, with Penny Dreadful. Like, that was great. And Joe's about ready to throw yeah. up again. Well, 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 we'll go ahead and wrap this up so so Joe can yeah. go. I think I really might vomit when I'm done here. I'm not saying it to be a smartass, but <laughs> well, I think no, 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 we, we can cover for you, dude. Don't, don't, get, don't, don't be sick just, on just, our part, yeah, dude. Puke go, on go, the go, show. Take care that's of what, yourself, you, that's what well, you get for eating six donuts, though. Yeah, it was, and they were filled too. But um, yeah, I did want to thank all you guys um for being here this week in the chat room. For those of you who are new to the channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, ring the bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time, have a powerful man. That was like the weakest one he's ever movie done. Quote when Joe is just he's just completely deflated. Like do do the do I the can't... movie quote anyway. I will, before Tyler does that, uh, he Tyler's shown this off before. Clamp champ shirt. Links down below. Go to Joe's store. Buy buy one of his oh, shirts. Oh God, yeah. Fan, fans. I'll completely read your own. By the way, show yeah. support for for one of the most uh, underrated and greatest He-Man characters of all time. Here, people, you know, get 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 the clamp, get this original Clamp Champ art by Bruce Tim from our good buddy Joe Amato at T Public. There. That's a great. All right. Well, what's the, what's the movie quote? If you're gonna learn how to fight, then learn with a real weapon, not with a toothpick. See, I know I should know this. While we have the awkward silence, that uh, did you guys see Wilf, uh, Wilfred Brimley died? Yeah, yeah. John Saxon passed yeah. away the other day too. It's a bummer, man. man. We're we're losing we're yeah, losing all uh, these like I mean, at least... iconic the like big name like in all kinds of movies that we loved from the eighties, early nineties, especially like that time period. But even before then, because you know they've been another shit too. But Wilford Brimley, especially yeah. man, uh, Thing Cocoon, Our House, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Hard yeah. Target, The Thing, Diabetes, Diabetes, the Diabetes commercials, yeah. Quaker Oats commercials. Yeah, yeah, the Quaker Oats. Yeah, I just, I, I, yeah, yeah, it was a I cocoon. Yeah. You know what's yeah, weird? You, said it. Where were you Joe? 
I, I'm, my mind is gone. <laughs> Those donuts in this heat have just fried my brain. All I thought you know, I remember You could so turn much. your camera off and take the mask off and let yourself breathe there, you know? It's, I it's probably like should have. Doing... To... All right, all right, all right. Well, done that. Tyler, what's, what's the quote from? It's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conan the Destroyer. Yes, yeah. Oh, and people were saying that Zen Brown got it, and so did JSP. Yeah, they, they just so popped in before you said that. Well, well, bravo right. to you guys for getting that. So yeah. we'll see you next week for the Titanic toy tussle.